pretty much across the board, Alan. Uh, unfortunately, um, the, the, the main factor, as you mentioned yourself, is the increase in the price of oil. That has a huge effect on airfares and airlines. Uh, it's one of the big factors when they're determining their fares for the year. I suppose the other factor is, which is important, is the demand is up. And you know, the, the, the busier the flights get, the higher the fares get. It's the same for all airlines. Um, it's an unfortunate fact of life. And the demand is up significantly this year. There's a, a lot of pent-up demand post-COVID. We all recall sitting around in our houses doing nothing for <laughs> quite a long time during the pandemic. And a lot of people decided that, well, you know, they're going to do that trip to the States, they're going to do that trip to Disneyland, or they're going to go to Australia, New Zealand, or wherever. And now is the time they're doing it in 2023. It's it's funny, isn't it? Like, you know, during COVID, or in 2021 in particular, you know, we we're hearing about the expectations of how long it would take the aviation industry to return to pre-pandemic levels. And we were hearing, you know, 2026 or even further. Yeah. And here we are in 2023 yeah. Yeah. and it's way up there. Yeah, I didn't believe it then. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're seeing it now. Uh, in terms of the airline fleets, you know, they should be back to their pre-pandemic levels by this summer. Um, you know, they're not quite there yet. And I suppose that's probably having a little knock-on effect at the moment on, on airfares as well, particularly to the, the long-haul destinations, the likes of New Zealand and Australia. There's huge demand for those. And whereas in, you know, 20, 2019 and, and prior to that, you may have had, you know, X number of uh, flights per day going between, you know, whatever Heathrow and Sydney or wherever it might be, uh, they don't have the same number of aircraft operating per day just yet. And so um, that has a knock-on effect. The airfares go up a bit. And is it more those really long-haul destinations, you know, for people now thinking about booking to Spain or Portugal or, you know, the the, the staple destinations for, for Irish people for summer holidays? Are they seeing significant increases? They are, yeah. Just before we leave the long-haul ones, the interesting thing about the long-haul ones is there's more and more people travelling business class Sometimes it's harder for me to get a business class seat for somebody going to Asia or New Zealand, Australia than it is to get an economy class seat. That's a, an interesting development. Uh, but coming back to your question and, you know, Europe and the short haul stuff, uh, the, the, the same is true in terms of demand and higher fares. The fares are up all right. And of course, going to the United States with the dollar and all of that. Um, it has made it more expensive as well. You know, the, the, the exchange rates have an effect on uh, the, the pricing of holidays and airfares. Okay, and I'm sure this is not news that you want to hear, Michael. I mean, you know, US visitors would be uh, an important part of your business at Vaughan's Lodge. Are you concerned at all about the, the, the northward direction of flight prices? Well, you know, uh, the thing about, about the long-haul flights, and then which is Garrett was saying there, People tend to book a, a long time off for for their for their for their holidays because it's a big it's a big family decision or, or a decision in, in terms of, of a household spend. So it, the, see the opposite is kind of true in terms of North America coming into Ireland because while it's expensive for us to go there, they're getting great value for coming into Ireland now. So North America is one of our stronger uh, markets. The market that's that's causing most concern to hoteliers up and down the country is a, a huge softening since Brexit. In, in the in the UK traffic and and with some hotels reporting be down as much as ten and fifteen percent in the in the pre bookings from that market for this year so that's that's very worrying of course the other thing that's tempering things at the moment and you couldn't get an actual fix on because it's not a, they, these are not normal booking years but um, certainly 
up to 15 to 20% of the hotel accommodation stock being taken over by government contracts is helping a lot of hotels at the moment in the sense that there are less rooms available for people to book. So, um, you know, in terms of, of, of people coming into the country, I think at the moment, in my own case, I have about 50% of my year's business already pre-booked, which is an excellent position to be in. And that's all American golfers. And they're booking as far ahead now as 2024. And the bookings for that year are, are strong as well. So um, I think it's a mixed bag. If you're in the tour, basic three-star level of tour groups and that, Ireland has become expensive in the last while. And, uh, and certainly the cost of doing business in Ireland is expensive. So we haven't seen a huge um, bounce back in, in the organised coach tours. And the difficulty there, and this is what Onamara Watch is highlighting, it will certainly be 2026 before we see volumes increase there. And the other thing that uh, Garrod was talking about, business class uh, seats and that coming into the country, the huge thing that's, that's affecting travel at the moment and is going to be a huge effect uh, on it is the Chinese will be back travelling again in huge numbers um, as, the company, as the country opens up. And that will put pressure on fuel resource. And I think we're going to see further increases in, in, in fares because fuel, fuel is as short supply as you, as you can imagine at the moment because of, of, of geopolitical crisis. So it's a, it's a storm of, of proportion that's, that's gathering at the moment. Yeah, and, and girl, that's an interesting point Michael makes about uh, Chinese travellers. Of course, we know since the 8th of January they're allowed to travel outside their, their their country again. Obviously, there was the recommendations in terms of measures that should be taken given the situation with COVID there. But how would you agree with Michael's point they're going to significantly impact? Yes, absolutely. Michael is, is talking in terms of the inbound. Um, hmm. I'm mainly outbound myself. Um, so I certainly wouldn't be sending many Chinese people on holidays. But, <laughs> no, um, didn't you, you would you would have, you would see you would see that, they, that their inbound arrival would potentially add to costs. Yes, yeah, it is. It, there is potential for that certainly, and they will be travelling in huge numbers. And you know they will be going to the same Asian and uh, Australian destinations as a lot of our customers would be going. So you know that puts pressure on demand. But you know, closer to home, um, I, I think we we have to we have to flag what Shannon Airport is doing as well. Uh, additional routes added left, right, and centre uh, for you know your regular family going on holidays, whether it's Spain or Portugal or wherever. And there's been a, a huge uplift in the number of routes and the frequencies, and um, some of the routes starting earlier this year as well out of Shannon. So it's you know, I mean, if you told me a couple of years ago that we'd have Porto and Naples and Corfu and you know, all of these destinations that we have from Shannon now, um, I just said you were mad, but it's it's reality and it's, it's, it's really great for your average punter and holiday and, and, and um, family going on holidays. Yeah, it is great to see those additional routes, but whether it be on those routes or other routes in general, Garoda, because of the rising cost of, of flying, are, are we seeing much decrease in demand, be it across the board or on specific routes? No, no decrease in demand. Demand is up, and and that's great. And but the fact that there are more routes gives people more choice. If somebody, say for example, says, "Well, I, you know, I like Mallorca. I want to go to Mallorca," and then we look at the prices to Mallorca, and they're a bit high. Well, then you might look at, um, you know, Naples, Porto, Malta, Corfu, <laughs> Barcelona. You know, you have far more choice. You have far more options, and uh, you know that that certainly helps to give people more choice. Yeah, very, very true. And Michael, like the, the sector itself, the hospitality sector, do you feel that if the prices remain high, that there needs to be a lot of prep done in terms of a potential drop in visitor numbers? And how much can you really prepare for that? 
Well, of course, you know, in, in the, we're a resilience lot in, in, in the tourism business because we, we've, we've in, in my own lifetime and career in, in tourism, I, I count at least six or seven major world events that, that have impacted us. But the main thing uh, is, rather than price, I suppose, value for money is, is where it's at. And, you know, there, there is an economic theory on, on the elasticity of demand that, you know, that the higher prices will affect um, the demand. But when it comes to hospitality, it's the amount of discretionary income people have in their pockets that is really important. So if the household income is being depleted by energy bills and by increases in mortgage and increases in other things, it will affect us. And I see even this morning, which is worrying, that the European Central Bank is saying they are going to stay going at interest rate hikes until uh, they get uh, inflation to 2% in the eurozone. So that means that people will have less to spend. And that's, that, that will, of course... When if, 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 uh, if demand starts to drop, you will see hotels and other tourism enterprises trying to make their, their cost base even more efficient and maybe cutting out some services in order to offer a better price. So I think we're very well aware of what needs to be done to, to, to keep demand and, and keep our, our rooms occupied. So we'd hope that people would be sensible.